Welcome to a new episode of the Philmont Lincoln Center podcast. This week we're featuring a programmer's preview of the 27th Rendezvous with French Cinema, the celebrated annual festival that exemplifies the variety and vitality of contemporary French filmmaking, co-presented with Unifrance and taking place March 3rd to 13th. Join programmers Florence Almazzini, Maddie Whittle, and Adeline Monzier in a preview of this year's impressive lineup, where they discuss their favorite films, hidden gems, and more. Tickets to the 27th Rendezvous with French Cinema are still on sale. Explore the full lineup, filmmaker Q&As, and free live talks at filmlink.org slash rdv22. Hello. Uh, welcome back to Film at Lincoln Center. My name is Florence Almozini. I'm a programmer at large for uh, Film at Lincoln Center and one of the main programmer for Rendezvous with French Cinema. I'm going to be joined with my colleague, Maddie Whittle, uh, who's uh, down there on the screen, and Adeline Monzier, who's the US representative for UniFrance. And we're going to discuss uh, this year's lineup for Rendezvous with French Cinema in its 27th edition. Uh, we have some recommendation and we want everyone to be as excited as we are to uh, discover uh, the, what we have in mind for you this year with French Cinema. Uh, so uh, this year we have uh, a very, very strong and very interesting lineup with a lot of returning directors, uh, as always, because we like to follow people's career and we know the audience is also interested in this, in this work. And we also have a lot of newcomers, uh, new upcoming talents that uh, hopefully will have a long and flourishing career. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and we're going to talk about our personal favorites as well. Uh, maybe to uh, start the conversation uh, with my colleagues, uh, we wanted maybe to discuss uh, the strength of French cinema in general uh, and the relationship with American ties. It's very important uh, to continue showing this work and to have American distributors who come and support us. Uh, we have 22 new films. Out of the 22 new films, we have eight currently with US distribution. So it shows that uh, there's a very strong interest in American distributors and American audience to follow this type of work. It's We've been lamenting for uh, quite a while about the state of um, distribution for foreign films. But however, for French film, it seems to be much, much higher than for other like national uh, cinema. And having eight films with distribution, and I think there's a few more that could also get picked up because there is a, um, you know, very, they have a lot of commercial uh, potential. And the, you know, it's not just like the art, but you also need to be able to sustain commercially. So um, it's all these matters. Of course, it's always a pleasure to have returning filmmakers. A lot of them uh, have been in Rendezvous before or they've been in New Directors, the New York Film Festival. So we, we really love when they are able to come back, uh, especially when they are able to come back in person. As we see, it's a physical festival, as you're well aware. Uh, so I thought maybe we could talk a little bit about, uh, of course, the great Claire Denis, uh, about Mathieu Amalry, Carnot Desplechins, Emmanuel Carrère, Jacques Audiard. Uh, all the big names of uh, French cinema who are fairly well known in the US as well uh, and talk about uh, how amazing it is to have um, all of them in uh, this year's uh, rendezvous. There's something especially exciting about having returning filmmakers, not just from past rendezvous lineups, but from all of our programming, as you mentioned, directors, New York Film Festival. Uh, the last time Claire Denis was with us was for a New York Film Festival selection. 
The last time uh, Arnaud Desplechins was with us was uh, several years ago for an NYFF selection. Uh, and so it's really, there's something exciting about bringing these films together into conversation with these sort of uh, established uh, veterans, stars really of French cinema, just to, to check in on sort of what they're up to, what they're thinking about right now. Um, I, I think we'll get into we'll get into the opening night selection uh, fire uh, in more detail. But I was especially moved looking at it as a sort of a, a continuation or a, an elaboration of some of the themes that uh, Claire Denis work, was working through in Let the Sunshine In, which uh, also stars Juliette Binoche, who's the star of Fire and uh, screened in New York Film Festival a few years ago. And it's um, sort of, a, you can see it as, as of a piece with that earlier film, because they're both about women navigating tensions and pressures in their love lives and how those connect to their larger lives. Um, and so in that sense, I think it can be really exciting to revisit a filmmaker and, um, draw these connections. Another example would be Desplechins' new film, which I think um, in, in some oblique ways has a lot in common with Ismail's Ghost, which was uh, his most recent film at the New York Film Festival. Um, and so I imagine that there's going to be a lot of interest in these films as well as the new François Ozon film. He was in last year's edition of Rendezvous with Summer of 85, which was a big crowd pleaser. Uh, and his new film, Everything Went Fine, uh, is is showing in this year's lineup. And so um, as Florence mentioned, there's a whole a whole roster of returning filmmakers, um, and I think some of the some of the very strongest stuff in this year's lineup is is new material from filmmakers that we already have a relationship with. Mm -hmm. I know. I mean, Christophe Honoré is back too. He's also been in the New York Film Festival as well as Rendezvous. Uh, he's, he's made so many um, different type of films that was for a younger audience, some are like much more hardcore. Uh, this one is, is definitely uh, very inspired in relationship with his work on, um, on the stage uh, and, and also a very uh, timely film because it deals with, with uh, the pandemics and the, the, the way COVID like affected uh, cultures and, uh, and live representation. Uh, but it's, it's a honoré film, so it's also very funny and very lively uh, with an amazing cast from the Comédie Française. So it was also something uh, that was really nice to have um, uh, in the lineup. And we can also mention Jacques Audiard's new film, um, Paris 13th District, um, which is a, a completely different film for, for Jacques Audiard. Uh, he worked on the script with uh, Céline Siama, and you can feel Céline's touch uh, in, in the film. And it's a, a, a black and white uh, portrait of um, young Parisians in the Thirteen district in Paris and discovering their sexuality, discovering their new ways of forming relationships. And it's um, very moving and exciting. So um, what I find uh, interesting with Jacques Audiard is that with every film, he does something completely new and surprises us. Um, and uh, he seems to be able to explore every genre uh, of films with the same with the same um, maestria I would say mm -hmm. well it's it's nice because uh, Jacques has always I mean often explored like um, male uh, and masculinity in his films um, 
And you can tell that the way you worked on this one, and it's probably with the collaboration with Céline, that it's a much more um, a, a gentle, much more open, much more, um, yeah, female point of view. And, and, and it does show that uh, even at this stage of his career with all the work he's done bef before, uh, he's, he's able to renew himself and to attract uh, also a different type of audience well, I'm sure like people are going to love the film, but it's 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 quite different from the dark film that he had from like a prophet or even Dipan, which was in uh, Rendezvous a few years back. So it's um it's something that uh, I find uh, re really refreshing in in this the work that these filmmakers are providing. It's are they able to renew themselves um, to still make um. A lot of films, like some of these directors, like François Ozon, they make a film nearly every year, and now they can renew what they're doing and and explore different angles and different stories and different way of working so easily. And I think it's to the testimony of like the, in a way, it's a French film industry that they let people work at their own pace uh, with uh, financial supports, but also with an open mind in like what people can do. We, we've talked, I mean, there's, there's more returning filmmakers. I don't want to offend anyone, but that's not been mentioned here yet. But uh, it would be also nice to mention all the new talents. Uh, it's it's the part and the, the biggest joy in, in working in programming. It's the discovery. It's finding a new films or, or a second time filmmaker, someone who's really early uh, stages of their career. And when you find their work and you're like, get the energy and the interest in some, discovering something new, it's, I find it like extremely rewarding. And it's something that always inspired me to continue doing this job. Uh, it's just um, exploring what younger uh, people have to say, what they have to say about themselves, what they have to say about society and how they, they perceive, uh, you know, their personal, uh, the way they want to, discuss what's happening in their life and and how the future could be so it would be uh, interesting to see what you have to say about the newcomers well, i'll start um i think that's a, a specificity of uh, the french film industry to allow so many um filmmakers to do their debut features um and uh, to to trust upcoming filmmakers with uh, projects uh, this year we have seven um, first and second features in the lineup so one third of the lineup is dedicated to newcomers which is uh, a great number and um, as you were saying i mean it's interesting to see what they're exploring i mean it's we have a very very diverse points of view a lot of also women filmmakers among those um, uh, debut filmmakers. And, um, and uh, so just to mention a few, we have Émilie uh, uh, Carpentier with uh, The Horizon. We have uh, Constance Meyer with Robust. We have Vincent Maël Cardona with Mag Magnetic, Magnetic Beats. And um, Charlene Bourgeois-Taquet with Anaïs in Love. And those films, we deal with um, history. They deal with uh, love and uh, falling in love. They deal with uh, unlikely friendships. They deal with political activism. So they uh, explore uh, a lot of diverse topics. And for this year, because we had such a big number of um, newcomers, we decided also to create a new award, uh, which we call the Best, Best Emerging Filmmaker Award. And so we'll have a jury of uh, New York City College students 
um, who will um, watch those seven features and decide uh, which of them they want to award. And for us, this was really a way, again, to reach out to a younger audience and to get them to discover young French filmmakers and to um, involve university in New York City um, in our rendezvous with French cinema. So we have Columbia University, uh, New York University, we have Fordham University, um, School of Visual Arts and uh, Brooklyn College and Hunter College participating in this uh, jury and um, showing us what's um, relevant for a young New Yorker these days in terms of uh, French cinema. So I'm excited to see what their choice will be at the end of the festival. Yeah, it's always nice to get the point of view of um, like new audiences who discover uh, foreign films. Um, Right. Not they may have seen like foreign, like you know, foreign films or subtitles film, but like they get really immersed in a festival way. So it's more than one. Like you have to watch at least like a third of the lineup and more if you want to. But it's you get a really good sense of uh, what the festival is about, and then you get also um, really interesting comments about what they think about our selection because it's a reflection of the on the film, but maybe also about a bit on our work and what we we think uh, younger uh, generation would be interested in. Um, when I say we, I'm sorry, uh, Maddy is not really my generation, but <laughs> I include you in my wisdom. <laughs> I, I see myself uh, as, as part of the wiser generation. Um, it's, it's something maybe also, uh, Adeline, you could uh, develop since we were talking about um, uh, students. It's uh, also the work that um, the festival does with education. We have educational screening every, every year uh, that we chart specifically to schools and the, the director has a conversation with the students. So it's that, that's much younger than university also. Yes, so yes, we, we've, we've tried over the years to reach out to more, um, to younger audiences, whether it's uh, through masterclasses that we do at university where we send the filmmakers who are attending rendezvous to do, uh, to have a discussion with uh, the college students, or whether it's with our educational screenings. So this year we're gonna have um, two sc free school screenings. Um, uh, with the film Horizon by Emily Carpentier. We picked that film because it, um, it deals uh, with um, uh, climate change, with uh, questions linked to project neighborhoods, with uh, political activism. So we thought this would be a really good fit for um, middle and high school and college uh, students. Um, it's a difficult year because um, of the COVID situation. So uh, we have uh, we don't have as many schools attending our school screenings as usual uh, because of uh, field trips being uh, prohibited, still prohibited by many schools. But we thought it was important to continue the work and whoever is going to attend this year will, I'm sure, have a great uh, time discovering this film and having a discussion with the director afterwards. We've, we've talked a little bit about um, the number of uh, female directors that are the high number of female directors, and we have nine, but it's also over, over a third of the lineup. Um, in, in, and it's the same every year, uh, and it's not something that we 
really uh, work hard on doing. Uh, and we think it's important, but it's it's also come naturally because there's a lot more films directed by uh, female directors in um, in France than in a lot of other countries. Uh, more opportunities are given, uh, more exposure is given, and so the quality of the film is is doesn't make a difference with like if it's made by a male or female, and it's it's sometimes a little tedious to having to explain this over and over again. Uh, it's like it's not a coda. It's just you know yes, representation and diversity is important, but the level of the work or about. Uh, uh, at the end of the day, has to be also uh, just good enough because uh, no no one from the audience wants to see a film because it, it fits in a little box. It's just like you have to feel uh, completely satisfied with what the movie you, you're about to see. It's a, it's a commitment to to go to the cinema and, and watch a movie, and, and you know even if you watch it at home, it's still uh, it's still something like from your busy life. And I'm. I have to say that like the, the up and coming uh, female directors are really really talented, and the work that we've seen uh, was really exciting. Now, I mean, we we could have picked more, but there's always like issues with distribution and release date, and and some dropped. But at some point, we often have more than the lineup uh, directed by uh, by by women. And um, I just wanted to underline the fact that yes, in France uh, we have. Uh, not parity yet um, uh, with the number of films directed by uh, male directors and female directors, but we have uh, a higher number than in the United States. I mean, 30% of the films that are produced in France are directed by women. And I think in the US it's more like 10%. So there is way for improvement, but it's uh, um, a situation we can be... um, proud of, I think. And when, as you were saying, when we see the diversity um, and and eclectism of the uh, young female points of view that we get, um, um, it gives you trust in the future of cinema. (laughs) Yes, I agree. And a few of them also have US distribution. So uh, it shows that, uh, yes, there's also a commercial power that's uh, that's up there and uh, and it's 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 good for that and do you we want to talk a little bit about our favorite because it's like what everybody wants to know it's what what we like best and we like everything best you know there's 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 no bad choices but um there's always something that resonates with a person more when you watch it um especially when you get to watch it on the big screen so I thought maybe we could discuss a little bit uh, some of our like uh, highlight, personal highlights. Um, even so, everything is uh, stand on its own. <laughs> There's no bad choices. <laughs> uh, Maddy, do you want to start with, with yours? Sure. I will uh, jump right in with a couple of uh, recommendations of films uh, directed by women uh, to sort of to, to pick up uh, the, the previous part of our conversation. Um, two highlights that I want to flag uh, are first Secret Name, directed by Aurélia Georges, uh, which uh, is a period drama uh, starring uh, a young woman named Lina Coutry, uh, who uh, you have seen in other films. She's another uh, sort of returning talent uh, in, in this year's festival. She was in Gagarine, uh, which we screened last year, 2020. And uh, she's really very, very talented young woman. Uh, 
uh, who's at the center of this film um, as a nurse during World War II who assumes the identity of another woman. And uh, the film is about where that choice takes her. Um, and in some ways it's a very classically constructed historical drama, um, but I think there's a real vividness to uh, Nina Kutli's performance that sets it apart um, and uh, I highly recommend it. And the other that I want to recommend specifically is Authentique, uh, directed by Audrey Estrugo, which is a film about the French hip hop group, uh, Supreme NTM, which is uh, in, in many ways, their stories recalled for me, um, the American film Straight Outta Compton about the uh, also very foundational American hip hop group NWA. And I think that um, Authentique is doing something similar while also telling a different kind of story that is very, in some ways, um, in some ways it's about a group of friends who also are creative collaborators and the, the sort of challenges that they face and the decisions that they have to figure out how to make together um, and, and how they are going to navigate success on this, on the, the new terms of hip hop music in its early stages. Um, and it's really lively, a very energetic film um, with a great cast. And uh, I'm excited to see how our audience responds to it, because I think, especially if you're a fan of, of Straight Outta Compton, you will find something to love in this film. And you, if you're a fan of NTM and Joey Star as well. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I personally was uh, not terribly well versed in the history of French hip hop before watching this film, but it did piqued my curiosity and I went and you know read up on it afterwards and um it's a it's a fascinating history yeah yeah it's it's a I, I think the time period uh, that's depicted is it's is very accurately depicted having a link through it and the way it it talks about yes, the explosion of um youth culture and uh, you know like suburb culture also in the mainstream media um, you know, so it's also culture versus uh, journalism. Uh, it's, uh, it's a very good film. Hi, I'm Clinton Crute. And I'm Devika Girish. We're the editors of Film Comment. The Film Comment Letter is a free weekly digital newsletter featuring original film criticism and writing by Film Comment's editors and brilliant contributors. The letter delivers exclusive features, reviews, interviews, streaming picks, news, and more directly to subscribers' inboxes every Thursday before they're published on filmcomment.com the following Monday. Sign up today at filmcomment.com to get the letter every week. Support independent film journalism. Support Film Comment. Adeline, we would love to hear from you. Um, so, like Maddie said, I, um, same for me. I love all the films that we're presenting uh, this year, but I would like to highlight uh, two of them, um, two films directed by women uh, again. And uh, one, uh, the first one is A Tale of Love and Desire by Leila Boudou. Uh, Leila, uh, Leila's first feature, As I Open My Eyes, um, was selected uh, at Rendezvous a few years ago. So this is her second feature. And it's, um, it's a sensual and sensitive drama about two young people studying literature in Paris. 
But what's uh, interesting uh, in that film is that these two young people are from two different var varieties of uh, the Arab diaspora, a life in Paris. Uh, you have on one side Farah, the young woman. She's um, a young, outgoing, confident um, Tunisian immigrant coming to Paris uh, to study. And on the other uh, side, you have Hamed, who is um, a shy young man born in the outskirts of Paris. Um, and uh, his uh, parents came to uh, France from Algeria uh, a few decades ago. And so he's like, um, he's, he, he's raised in, in this Algerian culture, but he's really a French young man. And those two young people meet and uh, discover, you know, uh, love, sexuality, and, and, and the power of literature together. So it's, uh, it's, a, it's really a, a beautiful film. And uh, Leila is really a, a director to follow. I mean, it's only, only her second feature, but uh, you can tell that she's going to be a director to watch um, in the coming years. And uh, the second film I'd like to recommend is uh, Robust, uh, which is a debut feature by Constance uh, Meyer. And um, this film um, features an, an, an unlikely friendship between um, a young black female driver and uh, an established uh, actor played by the, our own Gérard Depardieu. And, um, it's a, it's a very moving and, and, and sometimes funny um, tale of um, discovery between two people that are so different, their lives is, are so different, but uh, in some way they find um, a way to connect and to um, make each other feel uh, better. And... Um, I, I love that. I, I loved to see uh, Gérard Depardieu in a, in his own role, in a way, <laughs> with um, you know he's um, uh, he's an amazing actor, but with all the flaws that actors have, you know, in their daily lives when they are spoiled and don't really know <laughs> anymore the difference between reality and set. And that uh, young uh, woman played by um, a great uh, uh, actress, uh, Deborah Lukumwena, who was also at Rendezvous in previous years, and who is giving him that sense of um, reality again, and also that uh, sense of um, uh, real friendship that he was uh, longing for in a way. So... A great, uh, a great discovery as well. So those are my two uh, recommendations. Um, I would like to mention a few films that also uh, I'd like to highlight. I mean, it's it's hard not to mention uh, Claire Denis, uh, just based on her amazing filmography, uh, but also the fact that this is a movie she made. Um, a little bit in a different way because it's a pandemic films uh, where she was working in another film. She got stuck and she ended up um, uh, making a film that uh, when you think of a pandemic film, you know, it's, it's going to be a little something and it's just like not at all. It's an amazing, uh, fully fledged, uh, complete films. 
uh, also co-written with uh, Christine Ango, as uh, Maddie mentioned earlier, from uh, Let the Sunshine In, with uh, three amazing um, cast members uh, who Claire's worked with before, Juliette Binoche, Vincent Landon, and, and Grégoire Collin. So you have the entire world of Claire Denis, uh, with a soundtrack by Tindersticks, uh, and uh, it's filmed by Eric Gauthier. It's um, it, it's a world one. It's a romantic, uh, but really intense romantic menage à trois. It really deep goes deep into the feelings and and how he affects the, the character. It's 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 something that really make you think about yourself and how can you live with or without love, not just superficially. Uh, at the same time, being a Claire Denis film, she managed to put. Uh, an amazing context to these stories. And I find the, the, the sub-stories with the relationship with the son, the mother, uh, the way Paris is filmed or the environment is filmed also brings a complete uh, picture um, that goes beyond uh, just uh, the love and the, the way people uh, interconnect. Uh, you feel that there's layers, uh, that are on the screen and behind the screen. And it's it's a movie that really stays in you. Uh, so, I, you know, it's always a pleasure to have a movie that um, like that, uh, no matter in which context you show it. Um, and to mention maybe, uh, well, there's, there's a lot I wanted to mention, but I will, I will be very reasonable. I'm going to mention maybe another discovery. One film that really uh, struck with me is Magnetic Beats, uh, Le Magnetic, uh, a first feature. Um, it, it's a period piece also. It's a recent period piece. So it's uh, eight years. It's, it's a period that I find uh, really interesting to uh, recreate and um, unscreen because obviously I live through it, but also because it's a period that often can go wrong in terms of recreating either, it's not so much the, the costume or the way people are, it's also the fact that it's um, it's when you, you discover this type of uh, freedom and how it's going to be represented on screen. Uh, the, it's announced by the music, uh, the soundtrack is, is extremely exciting, and it also goes into uh, the family relationship, um, how you live through your family and how you can escape your family if you want to, or even if you don't want to. Uh, there's, 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 there's love, there's uh, drama, there's um, uh, a way, it's a sort of coming of age uh, on the older side, not teenagers, but it's, um, it's a movie that I, I find really remarkably uh, done. Um, and I'm really curious to see what the director Vincent Mel Cardona will do uh, next. Uh, so I wanted to mention that film. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of like great directors uh, that are presenting that work. We didn't really talk about Emmanuel Carrère, who's going to be here with uh, Juliette Binoche. Uh, we didn't talk about Cédric Lapiche, who has uh, a film that has uh, just, I think it showed once, it's nearly a world premiere. It's a very, really fun um, dance movie that uh, shows young people it's uh, I think it's a great return to form for him like working with with that cast uh, which include uh, a ballerina uh, Francois Civil also um, and uh, Thierry de Peretti has also really exciting thrillers uh, that also star Vincent Landon who's going to be here for fire as well as Roche Dizem uh, it's based on uh, 
sort of a sadly true story about the way uh, the French state has been handling some uh, uh, affair with drugs. Um, so it's it's a type of thriller that you could see made by Americans at the same time because it's, it's also very fast, uh, very exciting to watch, and um, sadly uh, probably true. So. <laughs> Uh, I think we've mentioned a lot of the films, uh, but obviously we'll be there in person. We have um, a lot of talents coming this year to make up for the fact that they were not able to travel for the last two years. Um, Adeline, do you want to mention uh, who's coming? Um, yes. Everyone. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them are coming, but... Um... I just want to mention first that we also are very happy to have a special guest uh, this year. Jim Jarmusch um, has done us the honor of accepting to be our guest of honor. And so he's going to be here for opening night uh, to introduce uh, Claire Denis' film. And he's also going to be here to uh, do a talk with her on uh, March 4th. And he picked uh, a French film as well, a French classic that he will introduce, um, Touche pas au Grisby by Jacques Becker, a film from the 50s, um, a film noir from the 50s. And um, just to show us his special relationship to, to, to French cinema. So we are excited to also highlight the fact that um, French and American uh, cinema have influenced uh, each other uh, over over decades, um, as as um, uh, in terms of uh, talents attending, yes, we have a lot. We have, I think, uh, seventeen. So it's um, a great year. We have uh, Claire Denis, uh, Vincent Lindon, and Juliette Binoche, um, who will be here for opening night. Uh, Emmanuel Carrère is coming. Charlene Bourgeois-Taquet is coming for Anaïs in Love. Um, Deborah Luquemena, uh, the actress of uh, Robust, is also attending. We'll have Arnaud Desplechins uh, coming, Mathieu Amalric and Vicky Cripps, his actress uh, for Hold Me Tight, are coming as well. Um, Aurelia Georges for um, Secret Name is coming, Thierry de Peretti for Undercover. Um, Philippe Bézia for the documentary uh, Gallant Indies, um, Vincent Maël Cardona for um, mag uh, Magnetic, Magnetic Beats. Uh, who else? I'm forgetting. People. I think Antoine Barrault is coming for Madeleine Collins. Yes, uh, uh, a right. remarkable film. It's a very, it's a great film. Yes. Emilie Carpentier also for Horizon. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think Axel Roper, did you say? Axel Roper for Petite Solange. Um, so yes, it's going to be a great year in terms of um, talents, attendance, and exciting uh, Q and A's for a lot of, of the screenings we're presenting. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks. That was nice to uh, talk uh, about uh, this year's festival. It's, it's opening soon, so we'll be together in person for real with all the talent um, and we hope to have a great audience uh, to be there with us. I think we will. I mean, Rendezvous is an exciting time for Film at Lincoln Center. Oh, Jacques Audiard and Noémie Merlin. Sorry, I forgot. Oh my God, you forgot Jack and Noémie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be yelled by Jack. 
<laughs> okay. Some, so I will cry after. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we'll see you in person uh, very soon. Okay. Thank you, Maddy. Thank you, Adeline. Thank you. À bientôt. Oh, very nice. <laughs>